Are you wanting to get clear on your goals and start working towards the life that you truly want, letting go of your limiting beliefs and fully rising and aligning into your most authentic self? Go to the bio and fill out the work with me form to apply for one-to-one coaching. Your Aligned Life is my customized and personalized one-to-one coaching package where I will take you through each week the steps that you need to make to overcome your limiting beliefs, set achievable goals, and keep you accountable throughout that process. This package is customized exactly to you, to whatever you need, because I know that each of you are so different in what you want your goals to look like and how you are living your lives. Each of us also all have our very own limiting beliefs and I am going to help you overcome those so that you can truly live the life that you desire. If this sounds like something that you need, head to the episode description and apply to work with me via the form. If you're here listening to this podcast, I know that you're serious and ready to take the next step in your personal development journey and that just might be with me. Hey fam, how are you going? Hello and welcome to the podcast Rise in Line with Vicky. I'm your host, Vicky Sinton. I'm a personal development and mindset coach and I'm so excited to have you along listening to this podcast. If you're someone who's just starting your personal development journey or if you're already knee deep, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, a podcast will be released with a mixture of guided meditations, guest episodes, as well as practical steps that you can implement into your life and better your mindset. So I can't wait to go on this journey with you guys to rise up and align our lives. Hello, hello, my friend. Welcome to this week's episode. This week, I'm going to be chatting to you guys about my own personal mental health journey and how that led me into personal development and this whole little world that we are in now. And actually, I have touched on it a little bit before, but I just wanted to focus a little bit more on the actual mental health side and rather than just the journey as a whole. So... A couple years ago, I dropped out of uni. As most of you know, I decided to leave the course that I was doing and instead I worked two jobs seven days a week for about six months, I think, roughly. And that is when I felt my mental health decline and I put that down to just exhaustion and probably working a little bit more than I should have been. However, I just kind of kept going until it reached a point where I couldn't and I took a couple of days off work because I was literally just so exhausted physically and mentally and it took so much effort to literally do anything. So I just took a break and kind of thought that maybe I should look into it and it might not just be the exhaustion, like physical exhaustion of working two jobs which is mentally exhausting as well. But I thought I would look into it to see if there was something a little bit better because I know that I had noticed changes in myself as well in regards to not wanting to hang around other people as much. And I'm quite a social person or I was at the time and I would always have things planned with family and friends and everything else. And I found myself not really wanting to do those things as much 
And there was also the fact that I was obviously having trouble with work and was working too much and being exhausted about that. But I was, I remember I was having trouble sleeping. Uh, normally I'm a pretty good sleeper. Even now I can get in bed and be asleep in about 10 minutes if I want. And I normally sleep pretty good through the night. So I'm very lucky in that sense. Uh, but I do remember not having a very good sleep at that time. And honestly, there was nothing major that had really happened apart from my choice to leave university and then working two jobs. There was no other things happening in my personal life that I could pinpoint to me feeling like that. So that's when I decided to get some more professional help because personally, I didn't know anyone that had any mental health issues and it wasn't really spoken about people going to therapy or seeing a psychologist and things like that and I honestly didn't know where to start so if this is you or if someone comes to you and they don't know where to start then I can highly recommend going to your doctor first just a normal GP because that's what I did and then I just was I literally said to them this is what I'm feeling I'm not really sure what's going on can you help me um and in Victoria Australia I'm not actually sure if it's just this state um but here we have it there's a really great initiative where you are able to get a health plan there's different ones and you can get um funded visits to uh psychologists dietitians their physical therapists like whatever the issue is that you're having uh you can get funded visits so that's what i did i got um they gave me a plan to go and see a psychologist they gave me a couple recommendations and we're just kind of like have a ring around and see if any of these, like whichever ones kind of work for you and stuff. And that's what I did. And I went, and honestly, I only went, I think I went three times, maybe four. Uh, And I think it was only three actually, because it ended just before COVID. And she was kind of just like, yeah, I think it's just like your comparison as well as exhaustion which I honestly didn't really expect her to say that. I thought she was just going to be like, yeah, you're probably like, you shouldn't really be working two jobs seven days a week when I didn't need to personally. I was living at home. I didn't have that many expenses. I just wanted to save as much money as I could. Um, So that was why I was working two jobs. It wasn't a life or death situation where I was going to get kicked out if I didn't have um, that much money coming in kind of thing. And I thought she was just going to say, yeah, it's probably like, don't work two jobs and then it'll be all right. So when she mentioned about the comparison, I was kind of like, eh, not really. Like I don't compare (laughs) because at that point I had never dived into any kind of personal development or anything like that. So I had very little self-awareness. So, and back then, which sometimes I find it show up even now, but back then I had a lot of trouble with looking at my own thoughts and opinions at like subjectively I would think oh well I don't compare myself because like I am quite confident in myself so that's not me kind of thing Uh, but having her say that definitely made me and obviously if you've ever been to like a therapist or something similar you'll know that they ask you questions and it forces you to think about what they're asking you and I remember her saying um because I had chosen to leave uni and at this point it was I think almost it was almost six months after that decision so I was still friends with all the people that I made friends with at university and I could see them like 
obviously keep going with their degree when I obviously was not. And I think that made, there was a lot of comparison there and also self-doubt because I had made this decision, but then there was that little voice that was like, was, was that the right decision? Like, should I have just stayed? Because honestly, no one told me to leave. There was not one single person that was like, yeah, you should leave. Nearly everyone that I spoke to, I say nearly because I can't remember exactly, but pretty much everyone that I spoke to said, like, why, why are you doing that? You only have two years left. Like you're halfway. You've done two years of a four-year degree. Like you may as well just keep going. And a little part of me thought, yeah, maybe I should. Like that's just the easier, I'm doing air quotes here, easier option because that is what I was supposed to do. I'd gotten into uni. I'd done half the work. Why wouldn't I just keep going and just finish it? And there was a few reasons for that. A, I already knew then that I didn't want to be a teacher anymore. So why would I waste two years finishing the degree that I'm not going to use? And also I would put myself more in debt for something that I wasn't going to (laughs) use. And I could already feel myself. I was not enjoying the work. Um, The six months prior to that, I'd had a similar thought of wanting to drop out, but it was... um, over the break and if you've been to university you know the breaks are like two months so I was like oh it's probably just because I'm on like a bit of a break and I literally went back because I was like oh I'm like I want to see all the friends that I made (laughs) because I won't be able to really get to see them otherwise there's a lot of people from like around different areas I was like I just want to go back and see my friends so I feel like that was a bit of a red flag for me not wanting to continue And then as I went through the next semester, it kind of reinforced the fact like I wasn't enjoying the work. I was enjoying the people. And that was pretty much the only thing that kept me coming back. And really, you shouldn't be doing a degree because (laughs) you have a lot of friends in there, especially a degree that is like teaching, which personally, I feel that is a job and a career that you do have to have a lot of passion for. Um, I'm sure there are people that aren't as passionate as others. There's varying levels. But I feel that a job like that where you are solely responsible for the education and development of little young minds is something that you need to take a lot of responsibility and um, a lot have a lot of passion for that. And I honestly knew that I wasn't going to be able to be the best teacher that those future students deserved. And that was a big thing for me because I I was thinking if I go through with this, it's not just me that is impacting. Like, yes, I might not be enjoying my job and I might be going to work every day thinking that there's something else I want to be doing. However, in a job where you're being a teacher and I was doing primary teaching, so young children, that's not just you that is impacted. It is all of those little kids as well. And honestly, uh, that was, I just couldn't do that because that's not fair on them, not fair on me as well. So when I decided to leave, nearly everyone told me to just keep going. And I was like, no, no, I've made the decision. Like, I, I don't want to do it anymore. So I'm not going to. And I think there was a part of me that was thinking, do I not want to do this because I am just quitting and giving up? Like, is it because it's too hard? Because honestly, it was hard work. Like, Doing any kind of university degree, I'm sure is hard work. It's the only one I've ever started, but I'm sure they're all hard work. As Am I quitting because it's hard? 
Am I quitting because I just can't be bothered? I'm giving up and I don't want to do the work. Am I quitting because I genuinely don't want to do this anymore? And I think there was a lot, like it took me a while to obviously make that decision for myself. And then when I started to obviously share that decision with other people, then it kind of brought up those thoughts again with the self-doubt and thinking if I had made the right decision as well. And I think that's the point where my mental health did start to decline because I, I was still having those thoughts months later. I was watching all of my friends that I made and they were still progressing through their degree. And I thought, maybe I've made the wrong decision. Maybe like, maybe I should have stayed. Um, and that's basically just, that would have been my ego. I didn't know it back then, but that would have been my ego just telling me to go back and do what's comfortable, go and do what I should be doing. Um, because that's what everyone kind of expects, especially once you've, I think there's such a stigma around going to university in the first place and then getting in and not finishing the degree. That's like a whole nother level as well. Everyone has these expectations and preconceived ideas about what you should be doing. Like once you get into university, obviously you're supposed to finish it and then get a job in that field, but that might not always be the case because four years is a long time. And honestly, in like in that time, I'm glad that I did because in that time I worked, I saved lots of money. I bought the car that I have now. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, go and follow me because I'm going to do a little run through of my, I have a four wheel drive because I like camping and things like that. And that was a big thing for me to purchase. Um, and that's because I worked really hard in that um, little six months that I had. And, and then I went and studied Again, I went into early childhood and I finished my whole degree and did two, got two years of experience in that time. So if I had continued with my teaching degree, I would have just finished now, I think, the end of last year. I would have just finished at the end of last year. So I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have my early childhood degree. I wouldn't have two years of experience in that industry. And then I probably wouldn't have gotten to where I am now because I wouldn't have had that uh, breakthrough when I had dropped out of uni. When I chose to leave, I wouldn't have had the breakthrough of, I wouldn't have had that little, those moments of self-doubt and then I wouldn't have had the breakthrough of realising that I had actually made the right decision and I just needed to trust myself. So one of the things that led me into personal development was my psychologist at the time she had said start to focus on things that you already have that you're grateful for because that will obviously bring you back to the present and you you guys know the benefits of being grateful and having gratitude for what you have and what's coming and all those things and honestly when she first told me to Uh, I think she told me to write down three things each day. I was like, oh yeah, like sure, (laughs) what's that going to do? Not much. I was very sceptical of that um, idea and I did it, but I was very sceptical and I was like, this isn't really, like what's this going to do? And that was when I kind of started to look into other forms of personal development and things like that and even just some books I remember picking up, I think Atomic Habits was the first book I read, I think. Um, I can't even remember, to be honest. (laughs) But that was kind of what led me to pick up that book. And then I looked into it even more. And I was following a few people on social media from 
um, the network marketing company that I was a part of and personal development and mindset work was a big focus there as well. So they were kind of posting about mindset and it was just kind of little things that I was like, oh, like maybe this, maybe this is kind of right. And then from there, I invested in my first group program. It was like a four week um, mindset course. And then it just kind of went from there. That was really great because it gave me, it was a really good beginner step. It covered a lot of the basics and gave me the foundations for um, mindset development and furthering, like just starting off with my basic routines and understanding what mindset was and like how we can actually change it and things like that. It's mainly just that self-awareness is the key and the big first step. Because if you don't have self-awareness, then you're not going to be able to recognize limiting beliefs or negative thought patterns and things like that because you're not aware of them. (laughs) And when I say self-awareness, I just mean it's basically having the ability to look at yourself as if you weren't yourself. So look at your thoughts as if they're not your own and kind of go, oh, or even just pick up, like if you have a thought, you're not going to be able to stop your brain from having thoughts sometimes. You might think, oh, I'm not smart enough for that. Having self-awareness is going, actually, scratch that. I am smart enough for that. Or even just noticing that thought and, okay, well, I just thought that I wasn't smart enough. Why do I think I'm not smart enough for that? And then looking into it further. And it's also having the self-awareness to be truly honest with yourself and your progress or lack of progress your and the amount of effort that you're putting in, which was something I said earlier was something I really struggled with at the start because I was like, oh, I don't have any problem. Like, I'm fine. What are you talking about? Like, I've never had a big thing that I actually struggled with in regards to mental health and personal development was that I don't have any limiting beliefs or I I shouldn't be sad about anything because I've had a pretty good life. I haven't had anything traumatic happen personally. There's been no major um, events that have happened that people, if I told someone, they'd be like, oh yeah, that's fair enough why you would have that, like that traumatic belief or those limiting thoughts. Even in regards to relationships, there was nothing, my family, friends, personal nothing major had happened that I was like oh yeah that would make me think that and I think that's where I struggled the most because it was just the understanding that no matter what your life is like no matter if it's been traumatic or not you are still going to have limiting beliefs or negative thought patterns and things that you can work on and change and that might be impacting your life and you might not even realize and for me I think that's what was harder at the start because if there was something traumatic that had happened if someone had passed away early on in my life or if my parents were divorced or something like that then I could be like well I have these thoughts because of that that event that situation that's why I think like this but there was no event that I could pinpoint there was nothing major there was they were just really small things that added up And it took a while for me to realize that it doesn't really matter how big the event is, it can still impact you and that's okay. Because I had the thought that, well, like, how how do I have the right to have these struggles and have 
these limiting beliefs when so many people out there have it so much worse when there's people out there that have survived wars and super traumatic events and here I am having a limiting belief because uh, my parents made me do chores like <laughs> it I think it's that comparison again as well is something it shows up in so many different ways and I'm sure some of you can resonate with that and it's so important just gaining that self-awareness and the realization to be like, you know what, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how this limiting belief comes into place. It doesn't matter how my core values were formed. All that matters is that I'm aware of them and I know that I can change them to be whatever I want them to be. And that's just something that I wanted to share with you because I think that was one of the biggest hurdles for me personally was realizing that everyone's journey is different and there is no point in comparing or invalidating your experiences just because they don't seem, I'm doing air quotes here, as bad as someone else's. Because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how bad a situation was, all that matters is how it made you feel. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this little chat today. It was not very planned, a little bit spontaneous, but that's okay because I did want to share with you kind of how I got into that personal development in the first place and the fact that kind of following on, I do, we do have a guest episode coming up next week and we're talking a little bit about mental health in there as well. So I kind of wanted to touch on that and just to show that they are personal development can improve your mental health alongside other tools and strategies and help because when we start to implement things that improving our mindset mindset and mental health are so so linked because when you're more grateful and you're setting some goals and you're working on yourself and doing things that make you feel happy then of course your mental health is going to improve as well and you can be doing these improving your mindset strategies along with professional help as well if it's needed. And I just wanted to share a little bit of my little story with you guys. So I hope if any of it resonated, please let me know. Uh, message me over on Instagram and I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. And if you really, really enjoyed it, then share it on your stories as well and tag me so that I can see it because I would love to see what kind of episodes uh, you guys are loving the most and things like that. And don't forget to stay tuned because in the upcoming weeks, there is going to be a little giveaway of some sort because the podcast, there is six months of the podcast coming up next month. Uh, so make sure you're tuning into the next couple episodes because there will be some more details there. But I hope you guys have a great day uh, or night, whatever time you're listening to this. That brings this week's episode to a close. Thank you all so much for listening and I hope you gained something from it. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, definitely come and join the community. That's at Rising With Confidence, all one word, nice and easy for you. Just pop that in and come and join the community and send me a message. Let me know that you're from the podcast and I cannot wait to chat to you. Make sure you subscribe and follow along so that you get notifications every week when a new episode drops. Thank you for listening.